I'm here with Ben. And I'm here with Ben. And we got Coos in the studio. Hi. And we got Mikey in the back. And this is, is the, the Ben, ben and Ben Show. show. Alright, so this week on the Ben and Ben Show, we have our first special guest, Brianna McCoskey, here to talk about Coldplay's Music of the Spheres. But before that, we got some new singles that we think you're really going to like. And of course, as always, we got a Coos review. There ain't no gold in this river First single up this week, it's like massive, Adele returns with mm-hmm. Easy On Me. You know, throughout the song, it's just piano and bass and Adele. I'm pretty yep. sure, correct yep. me if I'm wrong. But I think that it's it's a solid Adele song. If you like her previous stuff, it kind of sounds just like that. Exactly. So you're going to love this if you love her other stuff. I was not too thrilled by it. I mean, it seems like a lot of people have been enjoying it, seeing as it broke some records on Spotify for, like, most played single or something like that. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah. I've always thought Adele's a pretty good singer, and mm-hmm. she doesn't fail on this. There was one part about, like, three minutes and 30 seconds into the song where she tries to do this, like, switching from one note to another note very fast, and it's not vibrato. She tries to do that, and it just sounds like she's strained. That's, like, the only caveat I have to this song. Personally, I'd give it a 7.5. 5 out of 10. I gave it an 8 out of 10. It's, right. a, it's, it's, a, it's a good song. Yeah. But it's just nothing groundbreaking. No, no, no. Next up we have Here We Go by Mac Miller. It's on. It's from the re-release um, album Faces. Overall, I personally found this album to be really good and this song was one of the best songs off of that, in my opinion. It's got a really good horn beat throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And I mean, Mac Miller, if you're a fan of him, you know he is a very good lyricist. He shines through on here as well. I Yeah, I really like, I think it's a muted trumpet throughout. And Interesting. We've talked about using instruments and beats a lot on yeah. this podcast. But I think here it's used flawlessly. It is the perfect way to use an instrument and not have it sound cheesy or like detract from the meaning or quality of the song, but instead enhance it. So I think I was really impressed by this song. It was really good. Nice. I gave it a 8.5 out of 10. I got gave it an oh, I gave it an 8 out of 10. Yeah. All right, next up we have Bubbly by Young Thug with uh, Travis Scott and Drake. Got some big names on here. Yep. I was not too impressed by this song. It has a pretty basic beat. The only reason I was even interested was because it has these big names. It has Drake, a big Young features, Thug. yeah. Yeah, I know they do this, like this happens a lot in songs, but there's a weird transition when Drake comes in and sometimes it works, but it feels like it just kind of, it's like, oh, Drake's here, it's a different song now. I didn't think much of the transition. I agree with you on the beat being kind of basic. I don't know what to call them other than sound effects. If you listen at the beginning of the song, you'll know what I mean, in that they just have these kind of weird spacey sound effects mm-hmm. that I think are used pretty well. Yeah. Otherwise, I think Travis Scott was my favorite off this song. Yeah, for sure. And what'd you give this out of 10, Ben? I gave it a 5 out of 10. I gave this a 7.5. I want her, she wanted the same in above same time, both better they came. Keep me a vibe, I can't keep it contained. No, I keep me some dolls, always keep me in training. Colors fool my brain as daylight fills my wings. 
next single is Beautiful Life by Michael Kiwanuka. I only recently found this guy and he just recently released a single. Honestly, this might be one of my favorite singles that we reviewed on this podcast. Oh, for sure. Yeah, he is a phenomenal singer. He starts off with like very simple instruments in the background that just sort of set the stage for him. They don't take away from his voice at all while adding a lot to the song. But as the song goes, these instruments swell. His voice gets more energetic and it just turns into this wall of sound. Oh yeah. I think it's very good. It's something else. I was going to say like first lesson through, it was kind of minimal at the beginning. I wasn't expecting a lot. Mm -hmm. But as it built and built and finally got to the first chorus, that's when like everything kind of hits you and he has like background like choir with him or like yeah. you know ton of background harmonies got you know strings guitar like there's some distorted guitar in there and I think it, it works wonderfully together it's it's a great song by someone who I had never heard of before so I was very yeah. impressed I would definitely recommend to check out Beautiful Life by Michael Kiwanuka I gave the song a 9 out of 10 which I think is the highest I've rated a song on this podcast I also gave it a 9 out of 10 Next up, we got Just a Notion by ABBA. I first listened through, I thought immediately of Waterloo. Like, just the way that the, the guitars and drum work together, it sounds like everything that they... Kind of like Adele. It's what they do, I guess. It's Really, I just have written down, it's good, but I feel like we've heard this a lot before. Yes, So that is very accurate. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10, and maybe I'm less forgiving for ABBA because I'm not as big of an ABBA fan. I gave it a 6 out of 10. It's nothing too special. They've been kind of doing the same thing for a lot longer than Adele's been doing the same thing. Yes. So Glad they're back, but also it's like, it's the same stuff. Yeah. single is Big Shot by The Lumineers. Uh, the lead singer, he's good at singing. Sorry. It's an okay song. It's nothing that really stands out in general. It's not really my groove. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some Lumineer fans out there that really like it. I don't think there's too much special going on here. Yeah, the Lumineers, they, you know, they have some good songs. They have some very big have, songs. Yeah, but this one, it's the piano ballad. The chorus is kind of catchy. That was stuck in my head for a little bit after listening to it. The vocals are there. Other than that, it's kind of a forgettable song. Sweet. I give it a 6 out of 10. I also give it a 6 out of 10. Uh, we're just... Kind of, we're on a roll today. We are, like, locked in. Alright, those are the singles for this past week. Uh, now we're going to be moving right into our Coos review of Music of the Spheres by Coldplay. You hate yourself for what you said that you could never This is Cruise Reviews, coming in remote from not in the studio. You might have noticed a unfortunate lack of my presence in this evening's presentation. But we are here to review Coldplay, Music of the Spheres, the album cover. Basically what it is, it's um, geometric design of circles that sort of interlock. They circle around all of the different planets, and some of them there's a, there's a tesseract and an infinity symbol and things. 
Each one of the symbols represents one of the songs. And honestly, I am not a fan of this album cover. It just doesn't feel that inspired to me. It, the planets look a little cartoony and you know, the whole design just feels like something that a millennial who just got into spirituality would get tattooed on them. There's so many better ways and more artistic and you know, just more aesthetically pleasing ways that you can represent the solar system. I guess I would rate this album cover, I think a three or a four out of 10. I'm, I'm just not the biggest fan, I don't know. Completely subjective opinion. But this is Coos Reviews signing out, back to the album. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hello, this is Patrick. I'm Catherine. We're with the math team, and we're here to talk about how much fun we have learning new problems and working together about math. Yeah, if you're uh, interested in uh, being on a varsity sport, come to our next meeting Monday after school in AG's room. Why couldn't the angle get alone? I don't know, Patrick. Why? Its parents wouldn't co-sign. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Leave. <laughs> it's parents. I think it's time to uh, go back to the regular schedule. Back to the regular, back, back to regular schedule programming. <laughs> get out of the studio. <laughs> You're done here. Thank you to the MG Math team. You can find them on Instagram at mgmathletes. And let's get right back into uh, whatever we're doing. <laughs> All right, and for our first official special guest of the podcast, we have Brianna McCoskey. Brianna, how are you today? I am super good, Ben. Super duper. Yeah, I'm super happy to be here. Good, good. <laughs> we're excited to have you. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of music are you into? Wow. You know, I'm into a little bit of everything, like whatever's playing at the moment. I'll listen to it. Other Ben over here yeah, got no, me but, into cult. Oh, sorry, sorry. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. That's one for Brianna. Anyways, you invite me on no, your podcast. No, I was just going to say, like, specifically, like, if you had to choose music to listen to. I'm sorry. I know you were getting there. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> sorry. Keep going. Pretend okay. I'm not here. The Ben over here got me into Coldplay in, like, freshman year. I don't know. So... Clearly, that's why I'm here, because... Mm -hmm. What are we listening to today, Ben? What are oh, we talking about? Oh <laughs> Coldplay recently released uh, their new album, Music of the Spheres. Uh, it's 12 tracks long. First track, it's like a little emoji of Saturn. They started using emojis for their songs, I guess. I've got some thoughts on those that we can talk okay. about yeah. later. Well, how do you... I feel like it's... it's. I'm kind of impartial to it. I don't really care, but I also think it's kind of difficult for certain songs to be like, what's the actual title? Mm -hmm. I think there are actual titles there, for these. Are there? there yeah. are actual titles, but um, I still feel like it just makes it a little bit more complicated. Yeah, for, like how are you supposed to yeah. find the song? that you want to listen to. Like, especially like, Human Heart. It's, the Saturn one is called Music of the Spheres. Instead of Spheres? Music of the Spheres <laughs> 1, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Music of the Spheres 1, because then there's the second Spears. one. Spears. <laughs> <laughs> like Pickle Spears. <laughs> Pickle Spears? Why is that what you're mind? Anyways. Music of the Spheres 1, it's like just an intro track to Higher Power. I think it's kind of cool how it sets up the album. I think it does kind of set the stage, doesn't it? Yeah, I like the atmosphere it brings. To I love that it just flows like 
right into Do you think like if you were listening to it and not watching it switch songs that you would even notice it go in the um, next song? I feel like I would be a little confused, you know, like, mm-hmm. wait, I thought it was... That yeah. happened to me yeah. when I was listening to it not that long And then ago. just switches yeah, right. But I, I do like how they cut it apart though, because it does flow together, but I also wouldn't want to listen to that 50 second or a minute intro every time I wanted to right. like mm-hmm. listen to Higher Power or whatever. Yeah, but, that's true. But yeah. Well, speaking of Higher Power, let's go into that. You guys like it more than I do. The lyrics is what kind of brings it down for me, because it's yeah. got very just generically inspirational <laughs> lyrics. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Don't I let go. Tight. Hold tight. Hold tight. Don't let go. I think tight. my shoe is untied. Is I'm pretty sure that's one of the lyrics. Um, yeah. It's very like mainstream radio station. Yeah. Which isn't bad in itself, yeah. but I think we just had like a, a song that's named an emoji. And then we go into <laughs> something that's just so generic as that. Yeah. I feel like considering like the weekend, like kind of the, the 80s pop that's been popular recently, this kind of gives the same vibe as that. So I don't know if they're trying to emulate that. Mm-hmm. And I think they do a pretty good job. I like the bass and synth throughout. I yeah. like the chorus. That's pretty catchy. It's a very solid song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. The song after that is Humankind. It's got kind of a synth pop intro. Yep. It reminds me a lot of about stuff from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And the intro kind of breaks into this like really grand synth 70s. Just I don't know what you call it. Just a lot of synths are in there. I think it's pretty good. Yeah. I was really. I was really impressed by this song. I really liked how the synth and guitar work together. The riff they have is pretty catchy. Mm-hmm. I really like the vocals on here too. Like I think Chris Martin's pretty good at this. So, Brianna, what did you think about this? I'm not the biggest fan of more synthy music, but I like the song. So I don't know what that means <laughs> yeah. at, for me as a person, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about you. Like, but I think it's I think it's pretty good. Sweet. All right, and then coming out of Humankind, you have Alien Choir, or it's like the sparkly emoji. <laughs> it, it kind of brings, it's like the outro of Humankind goes directly into this. It's kind of just like an ambient, kind of just, you know, choir, I guess. I don't know. It's, I think they had uh, John Hopkins help with this one. I don't know if that means anything to you. It doesn't really, but yeah, it's cool. <laughs> but kind of just is the outro to uh, Humankind. Next song that we will talk about is called Let Somebody Go, featuring Selena Gomez, my childhood love. I I love her. <laughs> so what did you think about the track then? Well, as much as I love Selena, I don't think her presence in the song, it didn't do much for it. Really? Yeah. I think both Chris and Selena are singing very well, but like, it's just kind of mundane. Yeah. yeah. I, w- I will say that I think the vocals from Selena Gomez are very good, but I feel like if you want like a Coldplay ballad, this is not the song right. that you're gonna listen to. Exactly. Like it's kind of boring, honestly, until like mm-hmm. the final chorus when they're singing together and like all the instruments come in. But other than that, there's not much to say about it. It just has a hard time staying interesting. Yeah. The song after that is called Human Heart. It's just the heart emoji. I don't think there's a whole lot to say about this besides it's just, I don't know, it's just good. I think the lead singer from Coldplay sings very well in this. There's a group that I don't think any of us had heard about before, which was We Are King. We Are King. Yep. And then Jacob Collier is also on it. And We Are King, they have a verse in the middle of the song. They do super well on it. I love this song. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely much more of that ballad feel that I feel like. Yeah, like this is 
this is something that I would go back and listen yeah, to. Right. Let somebody go. I feel like it's kind of what Let Somebody Go was trying to do, mm -hmm. but then this song comes in and does it way better. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I feel like they're still a little different, but mm -hmm. Jacob Collier, you can tell that he was on this track because his his the way that he works with harmonies and just if you know anything about him, he's just a musical genius. Mm -hmm. And this this sounds like stuff that he would release, mm -hmm. and I really liked listening to Jacob Collier as well. So this is really good song in my opinion. Next song of this album, People of the Pride, which is such a different song from Human Heart. It's almost metal. Yeah. And the way the guitar and drums flow together. Yeah. And, and the like thumping bass throughout. Mm -hmm. like the, I, I really like the song. I kind of wish that they would do more stuff like this than like the, the pop centered, but I don't know, I think overall it's a pretty good song. I, I kind of like Human Heart over this song, <laughs> but just, just like by a small margin, I yeah. think. Brianna, what did you think about it? I think it gives the whole album a little more personality. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. livens it up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And one lyric that I, I found interesting from the song was, Heaven is a fire escape you try to cling to in the dark. Heaven is a fire escape you try to cling to in the dark. It's just wood. Now, that's super emo. Yeah, but also like I thought, I thought it was a uh, an interesting line, especially where you have like human heart right behind this. It's mm -hmm. like it's a complete change in you know theme. All right, next up we have beautiful spelled oddly, and it's it's got this voice. I I don't know if it's just like Chris Martin's voice pitched up or something or but it's interesting. Personally, I don't think it's bad by any means, but I also don't know like why they didn't have like they could have had a different feature on this, but I I do think that everything other than the voice is very very solid. I fucking hate this song. <laughs> <laughs> I think the autotune voice whoever it is is so annoying. They try to and Chris Martin even sings with it and so if this is my ear just started ringing <laughs> so bad. That's how much I hate this song. Okay. Sting. I, I would give this a 5 out of 10, which is probably the worst I would rate a song off this album. Okay. That's actually um, it's like a minute of the auto-tuned voice on its own before Chris even starts singing. And I'll admit, it does have a nice, like, trap beat mm -hmm. underneath it. I like the sense they use throughout. Like, the yeah. kind of bubble. Yeah, the voice. They used something like this on their previous album for one of the songs, uh, Cry, Cry, Cry. So hmm. I'm, I've heard it before, so I, I don't think I'm as offended as Ben on this one <laughs> by the voice <laughs> and then when Chris and the voice whoever it is they start singing together I actually think that sounds pretty good I mean it definitely fits the theme of the album like the spacey it does whatever that's true but <laughs> if anyone has seen the show sex education <laughs> the all I can think of when I'm this song especially with like the higher pitched whatever is the one character who's obsessed with aliens and that that's all I related to, and I don't know, again, what that says about me as a person, but... Well, actually, that, that is a good point, though. Like, if they were going for, like, I guess you could think about it as, like, an alien voice mm -hmm. singing. I think that's what they were probably yeah. going for. I mean, it but makes sense. It makes sense, but it just, especially the intro, like, there's, like, a higher note that they sing, and it just kind of hurts. Yeah, like, it makes you cringe. Yeah. You're like, oh. You're like, oh, they're going high. <laughs> oh, no. I think that's when my ear is ringing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's unfortunate, because I like the rest of the song. <laughs> like, I like the melody and stuff, but it's just the voice is... It's kind of annoying, but... Next up, uh, we got... <laughs> music... 
<laughs> the next like planet emoji. It's called Music of the Spheres 2. And I I hate this. This is the worst. <laughs> like thankfully it's only 20 seconds long, but it I don't understand why they had to do this. Because I get the cheering, like, oh, maybe it's like a concert on another planet or whatever. Sure. Give give them that. But then the vocal, like it's oh god, it just sounds so bad. Backwards, it does say, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Music of the Spheres. Remember, everyone is an alien somewhere. The best thing about this song is it's under 30 seconds long. We were just, ta <laughs> we were just talking about this before we hit record. Spot the way Spotify works is that you have to listen to 30 seconds of a song before a listen is counted. So for songs that are under 30 seconds, you would have had to listen to this song two times in a row without changing songs like yeah. you have to go to the end before it switches to the next song go back to the beginning so and so it only has i think 4300 4, yeah. something listens so that means there's 4000 some people out there that are just listening to this <laughs> on repeat oh god but yeah i feel like the the message here everyone is an alien somewhere is a very cold plate yeah. thing to but they don't even get like it across! Sucks. No, yeah. <laughs> because it's backwards and... <sighs> to be fair to Coldplay, it's a good message, but imagine having yeah, like yeah. such a good message and then screwing up the message so much that nobody is gonna get it. Until they like research it. Like... Yeah. And which not, not no many people gonna are gonna do. do. <laughs> no. no one's gonna... Only people with too much time like us are gonna do that. <laughs> We're reviewing the album. Yeah. <laughs> but... I don't know, I feel like it's pretty unnecessary. Yeah. This, yeah. Is, this is another interlude track that it's just not. It's just another example that this album doesn't do the interludes well. I yeah. feel like in Parachutes, like, they have a song Parachutes, which is under a minute long, right? Yeah. Like, that song, I am I just love so much. Yeah, that's a really good song. It's a really good song, and you're like, oh my god, I want more of it. So that's it's one. Only like but it's 30 seconds. I think that's what a good interlude will do. Yeah. Yeah, Alt this J? is not that. Yeah. <laughs> There's, and there's albums that do good interludes. Alt-J, I think their album that does this is called Breeze Blocks. Post-processing Ben here to say that the album is not in fact called Breeze Blocks, it's called An Awesome Wave. It has several interludes. I think those are very good. Each one wants you having more. Or it just has something to show you. Yeah. Where these, one of them is literally just an ambient sound. Like one of them just like press their finger on a soundboard for a minute. Well, no, that one, that one's a bunch of voices. Like, that's actually people singing. I know this last one is, but the Sparkle one... No, that one is voices singing. Well, then. I stand corrected. <laughs> this I, one, guess this... I, hit, I guess I hated it so much that I just... No, but I, also, I still agree, though, that it, it's kind of unnecessary. The only good interlude on this album, I think, the first... The first one. The first one into yeah. Higher Power, just because it... That kind of, one has a, has a meaning. Yeah, it has a purpose. It, like, sets the tone for the album. But then the rest of them are kind of just... Why? Throw away. Like, why would you? Yeah. Yeah. It's just not needed. But so that's music of the spheres too. Uh, Glad we spent yeah. like maybe <laughs> six times as long as the song is talking about yeah. it. <laughs> the next song is "My Universe" featuring BTS, which on the radio all the time. Yep. Definitely one of my favorite songs on this album. It's a bop. Yeah, it's a, it's a bop. It gets stuck in my head all the time. Mm -hmm. We had it on the podcast. Last week, yeah. uh, last episode. I remember that. Yeah, yep. for first oh, episode. Yeah, right. Yeah, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's very solid. As we said, BTS and Coldplay shouldn't work, but somehow it, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. And um, Ben, do you want to go over how BTS got together, just in case people forgot or uh, weren't there for the episode we said? Yeah. Long story short, 
BTS in an interview was like, hey, Coldplay would be cool to do a collab with. And Coldplay was like, uh, yeah, of course we want to collab with the biggest band in the world right now. <laughs> so they found this song, they worked on it together. I think Chris Martin actually went to South Korea for a while. Yeah, I think it's very solid. I really like the, the like the last 30 seconds where it's just kind of like production, like the, what, how would you describe it? Like the... Just good production and I think it all just comes together for like a fun, energetic yeah. song and I think it is just very much exemplified at the end there. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's what you're looking for, yeah, but, yeah. but yeah, no, I agree with Ben in that it's a fun, energetic song and BTS just doesn't miss. I They don't miss! <laughs> <laughs> This song is definitely one I want. I would want to see like in concert. Yeah, that yeah. that'd be that'd be fun. Song after the great BTS song is the Infinity Sign emoji. Yep. It opens with one of the most basic beats you've heard. Like yep. any 13 year old off of like Mixpad That's, could, I, could make this. My comment was beginning reminded me of like the band lab projects that we would do <laughs> last year. Like just the, it's just a simple beat and they add like. They slowly like molasses add something yeah. over it. And it's just. It just goes for at least for a minute. They don't add anything and it's just. No, they, add, add, they add stuff. I know, like, I know they do add stuff. But it's very slow. Yeah, the first minute is very, it's very slow. And it kind of picks up. At 2.19, I put it down, is when it starts to get going. When it does get going, it's an okay song. But like, it's only like a 3 minute and 45 second song. I agree with that. But I feel like after they start adding like the piano, guitars, and like the vocals from the band actually kick in, I think it's a solid track. It's, it's not like, obviously it's not my favorite mm -hmm. from anything that they've done, but like it's it's there it's i gave it a five out of ten like it's it's not bad it's not great i actually gave it a 5.5 out of ten oh, oh. like i don't know brandon did you think it took too long to get started yeah, it definitely did yeah last track on this album is called coloratura coming in at 10 minutes and 17 seconds a lot of people i think are going to be put off by the song but i think it's important to remember that doing this even now isn't that uncommon to do i think you got to remember hip-hop stars like j cole have produced nine minute songs j cole's for your eyes only money trees by kendrick lamar is at least eight minutes i could be wrong about that post-processing ben back to say that while money trees is only six and a half minutes sing about me i'm dying of thirst is 12 minutes and real is seven and a half minutes there's definitely a lot of songs now that clock in way mm. over eight minutes yeah. so i i think saying this is a bad song just because it's long isn't really valid yeah. because unless you just really don't like long songs which that's, in I case mean, you're entitled to that opinion, I guess, but yeah uh, to that extent though I will also say this this song kind of reminds me of like even an orchestral piece like the way it has these movements mm -hmm. and goes about You know transitioning orchestral pieces those those can be like insanely long Yeah, so, and, like kind of drag on a little bit, you know, yeah, I don't think but that this, song, this, this is... song doesn't drag on at all no. Yeah, like there are some long songs like this that are bad for being long because you'll be like Why are we still like on this? like instrumental yeah. part like there's some way older Pink Floyd or I listen to it and I'm like you've kind of been on the same idea yeah. for a while on this 20 minute song but on the flip side of that there is some 20 minute songs that like don't even feel like 20 minutes because yeah. they're constantly bringing in new ideas I will say I don't this song does not feel like it's 10 minutes long no for me at least it's no. like you said they bring in new ideas the way that they've structured it 
just everything is so like well thought out and mm -hmm. everything is just like in my opinion just perfect on this song like the the bass there's like little runs that the bassist will give and those are amazing the guitar solo and like throughout it's it's really it's really good chris martin his vocals here i think are very good on the topic back bringing that back to like instruments yeah the piano in the beginning so set the scene for you the song starts out with kind of an ethereal psychedelic beginning it's like an that, orchestra tuning yeah like, kind of like yeah. that it all like just suddenly fades away and a piano i'm pretty sure chris is playing it and i think that's so good the entire piece just builds off that piano keeps adding stuff not in a bad way like the previous song does it <laughs> it does it in a way the piano leaves at some point comes back in bringing new ideas one thing that these long songs have over shorter songs is that artists can really express ideas through instruments a lot easier than they can through shorter songs. And I think that Coldplay does this very well. It's got such a grand feel for it and that like just it's kind of a great way to finish the album. Even, like say what you will about the rest of the album, but this song, I, I gave it like 10 out of 10. Like this is actually like a perfect song in my opinion. I, I personally wouldn't say that it's perfect, but okay. I mean, well, like it's hard. Even like my favorite song, like my favorite song of all time, I would probably give like a 9.8 out of 10. Really? I think it's hard. I don't think there is like a perfect song out there. Well, know? okay, but you also have to realize that perfect is relative. Yeah. Like it's for me personally, this this is a 10 out of 10 song. Like it resonates with me in such a way that I think that it's it's flawless. From a composition standpoint or a technical standpoint, you could be, you know, a 9.8, 9, whatever. But music works in different ways for different people, and it resonates with them differently. And for me, it just, it's a flawless song. So for what this, like, especially compared to the rest of the album, this is like a 10 out of 10. Like, yeah. this is some, this might be one of, like, my favorite thing that Coldplay has ever done. Like, this song right here. And that's, that's saying a lot. For what Coldplay sets out to do, most of the other songs on this album, they it's hit or miss on whether they get to what they want to do. On this song, I think they hit the nail on the head on what they've been trying to do. With every album, they always have in my opinion, like one song that really shows what they're capable of. And those pop songs don't necessarily utilize their mm. strengths. And like some of the songs on this album, like Human Heart, it's just Chris Martin from Coldplay themselves. It's just yeah. Chris Martin singing. And like none of the other band members are on that. But this one, I feel like every band member really gets to shine and like demonstrate what they're capable of. And I think that's really good. Yeah, I'm still stuck on that. Color to Run. <laughs> well, we, we haven't talked about the name. Either of you two, do you want to? It's. It's like an ornamental thing that high sopranos will do, like either a run or a trill or like, like, and it's really high, like insanely high. I'm not sure how that really... That we don't know how that relates to the song, really. We, or I, just don't understand how it could correlate to this kind of song. Like, that's not, it doesn't reach very... Like, yeah. Yeah. Chris Martin is not singing <laughs> a high F, like, two yeah. octaves above middle yeah. C here. But... Um, I don't think it, yeah, definitely doesn't mean it literally. Well, no. There's no other meaning for color to Maybe, I th but we did see that one explanation that maybe it means like how Coldplay is trying to reach for the stars. I mean, this whole album is about space and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Color True is about reaching like, up in your range. Heavens, like, Coldplay is trying to reach yeah. for the stars, maybe. I feel like there's definitely... There has to be something. There has to be a just, meaning, but it's... It's not clear. No. Overall, what what would you rate this, Brianna? Start um, to finish. There's a few speed bumps, you know. <laughs> yeah. Probably 7.5 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. I'll give this a 5.5 out of okay. 10. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll start with the bad. I think there's a lot of songs at the beginning 
that bring it down. The transition songs bring it down for me. Not that, not by that much. There's only a couple really like good songs that like are really this album's saving grace. But uh, I do think that Coloratura, Human Heart, and the BTS song—it's <laughs> just the BTS song at this point. Yeah—is what saves the album from being any lower. Hmm. Definitely not my favorite Coldplay album. Yeah. Me either. I gave it an eight out of ten, which I mean. Pretty close to mine. I think you're just but, trying to one up me. Ben, okay, you know, okay. if you like but, this album, you might really like the <laughs> other Coldplay albums. <laughs> No, but I think there's more than just three or four good songs on here. Yeah. I think Higher Power is definitely solid. Humankind, I was very impressed with. Human Heart, I think that's just, it's so, so good. People of Pride, I really liked as well. And then Coloratura to finish it off, I think. I think it's a solid album. There are, it's speed bumps, as Brianna said. <laughs> the intro tracks, they, they kind of just don't. Really useless, but... <laughs> Most of the emoji tracks, except for Human Heart, are kind of just, yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. This, this could have been replaced with a different song, with a different, or just taken out in general. But yeah, well, cool. Thank you, Brianna, yes, for being on for our first special guest. <laughs> but, uh, I think it went really well. I think it went Me very too. well too. <laughs> no, yeah, it was good. It was good. Thank you for listening to the Ben and Ben show this week. This has been the Ben and Ben show.